0: what's up everybody welcome to the view from jamestown podcast edition this is episode 55 this is the may 2021 edition Uh, this morning we are sitting down with tcc president rob roach vp of sales and marketing aj petrarca and latin american operations manager javier fernandez hello good morning gentlemen good morning morning. how are
1: you good
2: morning the regular crew the regular
0: crew the regular crew yeah i wonder at some point we just won't need introductions anymore we're gonna have our regular fans everyone's gonna know who we are
2: Fans, imagine that chemical
3: industry fans.
0: Crazy, crazy, crazy wow. thing. I
3: think I think you met one, didn't you? Meet a groupie at a trade show once.
0: We, we both did at the Chemicals America show. That's
3: right. Yeah, I don't know if it was a groupie, but it was a a fan, <laughs> avid listener of the podcast. Yeah,
0: I walked by him and they looked in my eyes, they looked at my badge, and then like you saw the light bulb click. Like, wait a second, I know, I know that name, I know that company. So, must yeah.
2: be nice to be popular.
0: I, I guess so. I, I wouldn't know what it's like, but. <laughs> but uh it is it is almost late may now so happy late may almost early june yeah it's been uh, it's been quite the may
2: yeah uh it's like been snowing all of may snowing pollen yes here. It's, gross. it's been the most insane uh allergy season i've ever come across in my life like literally like you could go out and you go like this and there's like an inch of pollen it's yeah. disgusting but
0: Starting to wane and uh, well, so we were just talking about that. So this is this is worse than normal, right? Or or every spring do we say, wow, this
1: year's really bad? No, I think this is way this worse. Is, it's, it's really bad, worse. right? Okay, I've yeah. never seen it that bad. I've been living here for fifteen years. Yeah, and this is the worst I ever seen it.
2: Yeah, it, it 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 literally like you go downtown to the water and it, it looks like milk on the surface of the water. I yeah. mean, it just. I think that I want to start a new business, and that's like, uh, you know, pollen cleaning. You know, if it's going to continue to be like this, just think about it. You only work for like a month and a half a year. Yep. Then you got the rest of the year off, and you just go and you clean everybody's car every day so it looks good. Yep. Or and, whatever, their house or their boat or whatever, just be a pollen cleaning service.
0: And we have nice light cars. You have that nice black pickup truck that shows every every <laughs> single <laughs> drop of pollen. <laughs>
2: but no, it's been an interesting uh may and things get keep getting more and more interesting that's for sure
0: yeah i think jumping right into it i mean there's still a uh, an, os- an obvious massive imbalance between uh supply and demand uh something that i think we've been talking about now for at least two or three episodes and something that I'll, i think expect to be a hot topic well into august and september um seems like there's there's no end in sight and it's going to be uh, an interesting few months both in terms of demand going like this which is up if you're not watching the video uh and supply really just being super tight
2: yeah there you know we've been talking about it for the last three months but we were predicting it last summer you know we really were i mean we saw that you know the potential for the vaccinations and the increase in demand and, and the business practices that predicated that, you know, were low inventories and we're not going to buy unless we need. I mean, all of this kind of uh, came h- head on with, you know, uh, logistics issues, plant outages, uh, storms, uh, electrical outages. and. And then I just, you know, I recently wrote a letter to the industry or to whoever wants to read it and it basically said, don't expect this to, to end because I felt like there was like sort of this complacency that was coming over our customer base. We were telling them, hey, listen, keep keep the supply chain full, keep things moving. And there was this complacency that, oh, things are going to get better at the end of spring and beginning of summer and we're going to have regularity. As No, you will not. You know, there's... There's a, there's a pattern here, and that pattern is showing you that you better secure and protect your supply chain. So um, I, think that's, I think that was the message of the letter. Maybe sort of the, the theme of this podcast is that September, October, right around the corner, you better think now.
0: And it does seem like people are at least starting to figure it out. I don't know if you guys would agree. I mean, a lot of companies or customers that maybe historically have not dealt with imports or eight or ten week lead times, they're used to prompt shipments. It seems like companies are starting to figure it out and say that, you know, they need to secure the supply chain, even if that means projecting out to July, August, September.
3: Well, in a lot of cases, they don't have a choice right now. So they yeah. have to adapt and yeah. figure that out because that's the that's the reality that we're in. And eight to ten weeks isn't even a good you know gauge anymore it's more like 12 to yep. 14 plus you know if you can get vessel space so it's um it's a fun time right now
0: yeah and you must see it I mean obviously a lot of regions in Mexico and Latin America are used to imports and, and dealing with lead times so yeah it, So has the, it affected that it has
1: affected for sure it's just longer lead times people are pl- people are do planning better so that's good and so people are giving me plenty of heads up
0: yeah <laughs> But I, think that, I guess that's, as you said, the overwhelming message of the, the podcast is, you know, you need to be planning into Q3, obviously moving into Q3 bumps into hurricane season, which can bring a whole other string of unfortunate events and delays. Um, but that really needs to be the message is plan really out through the end of the year, understand your raw material supply and demand, which is obviously easier said than done. But, you know, any any planning, I think, will certainly help.
2: Yeah, well, be, Being a weather junkie, you know, being a surfer, fisherman, you know, on the water a lot, I attention to these things and you know recently they came out with the forecast which is you know it's it's a roll of the dice whether it's accurate or not but it's based on the El Nino in the Pacific uh, how active our Atlantic hurricane season is well when there is an El Nino we typically have a a very slow uh, hurricane season we don't have one this year so I think it was 14 to 20 storms that's a lot we broke that's that's projected that's projected 14 to 20 storms that doesn't mean that they're going to any of them are going to make landfall, or you know what's going to happen. But
3: how many did we have last year?
2: <clears throat> we had a record last year; it was a record of history, and we yeah. went through the whole alphabet and yeah, then right some. So, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, we went through the
3: whole. <clears throat> so that was close to thirty. Or
2: jeez, <laughs> this is beyond my. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I how many so. <laughs> letters are there in the alphabet? I mean,
3: I thought well, 26, that twenty-six. I was thinking. So I think yeah. it
2: was. I think it was thirty-two. Was 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 was, was last year or something wow. like that? But uh. Yeah, so, and, and, and really those all hit that same pipeline where, you know, where all of the raw materials for chemistry are made, you know, and then PVC and a lot of polymers, polyethylene got tremendously affected. And, uh, and that was in the real depth of COVID when demand was still, yeah. you know, relatively soft. So here we are coming out of it.
0: Yeah, 2020 had 30 total storms with a record, <laughs> a tide for record high, seven major hurricanes, which is category three or more. So, seven major storms, 30 total. And we're expecting it to be potentially at those levels again this year. I so, I guess the point that? is
2: that you, you should expect that to impact. Yeah. Okay. So, the, in the, and then again, back to the original theme uh, things are going to get better. Well, what are the potentials for things to get worse? Yeah. You know, so Yuri, I mean, who knew that Yuri, we'd still be feeling impacts at the end of May here from Yuri it's tremendous impact too i mean it's just unbelievable what 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 the power and you look over history the rhine river you know uh all of the weather impacts that are happening now so
0: and i guess that's what we're saying we're expecting things to get you know to be tight and maybe get better around august and september that's based on what's we currently know that doesn't include what may come from a hurricane season and further outages I and mean, it's crazy
2: well yeah there's also no no uh new ships coming in to help out the situation there's because domestic producers, European, US, domestic producers, they can't keep up with this demand. So we have to go elsewhere. And um, there's just been so much, it's, it's, it's sort of like, you know, what happened in '09 when we had that major dip, you you, you take plants out. So in, in 08, 09, when we had that major dip, there was, you know, so many chemical producers that just said, you know what? china's building for the future capacities let's let's reduce capacity and let's take volume out of this same thing sort of occurred in logistics you know they said oh well you know there's such major demand we got to keep ships moving we got to keep containers moving there's no demand because of covid let's just take them out take them out of service permanently and then you hit a surge like this and what are what are our containers costs now from coming out of china i just heard you guys Complaining about it just before we came on air. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it's completely out of control. Where we were paying three four thousand at a high. Yep.
3: Now it's twelve 000 to fourteen thousand for regular twenty footers. If moment. you can get them. If, if you, you can
1: get, get them. them. Isotanks are sixteen, seventeen.
2: Right, and the, and then the pressure at the port. Can you get them out of the port? What do we have? We had somebody recently say we had a container, three in, three containers in a particular port. The merge charges is 260 bucks a day. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, you might be able to get it in a month. But they don't give us that. We can't pass that on to the customer and say, hey, you right. know, it sat in port for a month. Yep. So what's that, $7,800 I'm going to pass along? No. I, yeah. I take that on the chin. Yeah. So, and, and, and
0: that's a good segue into, I think, the next topic and what kind of goes along with all this is obviously the increasing prices of everything. I mean, raw materials are going up, which means cost of goods are going up the freight piece of it adds a significant add you know adder into that freight cost which inevitably is going to mean you know inflation or more expensive downstream products whether that's three months six months a year but that's it's 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 coming. i think it's inevitable
2: it is inevitable it's gonna it's gonna trickle down to the consumer and it's gonna you know people are gonna need more to live on and you know luckily there's you know very low interest rates out there people can still borrow things are sort of complacent on the borrowing side and low interest rates so I don't expect the economy to slow. I mean, you know, also mentioned the letter of the euphoria. I mean, we've all personally felt the euphoria. I mean, it's been a tough year. It's yep. been a tough 14 months. And, um, you know, even people within our company, one of my, one of my guys in the, in, in, in the company says, well, I'm going to go to Alaska this year, last minute. Let me, let, me, let me book a trip to Alaska. Well, the flights out there were expensive. We, we knew that would happen. But there's no cars available for rent. Zero, And there was a 500-person waiting list for rental cars in Alaska. Yep. I mean, whew. so Road what does trip. that mean? More people traveling? Road trip. More people? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, more people going back to work? So what does that mean? Fuel prices. Yep. We've already seen it. It's average $3 a gallon at the pump. Yep. First time in a long time. Yep. So they're saying that's going to go up to an average of $4. Well, there's more expense into the supply chain because now we got fuel surcharges. Yep. So let's not get complacent. <laughs> yeah. Let's not get complacent about this. This is gonna get, you know.
0: Yeah. And and you started a bunch, like talking to people, it's it's not, you know, the pricing piece comes second. It's what do you have? When can you get it to me? And then oh yeah, by the way, you know, what is what is pricing look like? By the way,
3: I need a number to put on the purchase <laughs> order. <sorting. laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Which is which is crazy. But eventually that's I'm assuming have to end. But as of now it's still very much supply and demand driven it seems. Yeah,
3: across the board and all different all different chemistries and industries. It's just uh for all sort of unrelated you know reasons you know besides freight being a major you know underlier but um yeah so many supply chains that are just broken but i feel like we're a broken record with that term but that's that sums it up perfectly
2: on a positive note hey maybe our next podcast might be maskless yeah you know what an amazing transition we've come from sort of dire situation to you know mostly at one percent positivity rates i mean you know all all 50 states decreasing covid i mean you know it's just amazing the effect of the shots you know the pfizer moderna i mean these are the creme de la creme of vaccinations i mean they're even they're even resistant to the indian variant you know so you know hopefully uh We don't start growing tentacles out of our heads (laughs) in the future with this RNA vaccination, but whatever it's doing right now, you know, is, 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 it's very, it's very good. We're going to be back to the old chemical sales strategies of getting out and seeing customers and going to shows and and all that sort of stuff.
0: And it seems like a lot of that has has resulted in some of this pent-up demand. People want a true summer, I think, I said it earlier. People are doing house projects, which leads to more demand for gas and wood at Home Depot and all this other stuff. I mean, it's it's a perfect storm of everything, keeping pricing going up and and supply low.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Well, you know, they taught us in in history in school about, you know, what the effect of pandemics and that people move and things change and, geez we're seeing this i mean you know the the appliances the amount of appliances people are buying right now because they're cooking at home more they're spending more time they need freezer space um you know it's not directly correlated to our industry but the 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 chips and the lack of chips and the lack of availability in in automobiles and electronics i mean this is going to last well into 2022.
1: yeah I, i bought some furniture in april and it wasn't gonna be ready until July, best end of July. Wow! And they say it, it, it might come at the end of July or probably not, because we don't know. Good luck. I'm like, okay. Yeah. What about <laughs> what luck. about
2: what about your
0: jet ski, Benny? We sold it. Yeah, I know you, you, you did. Oh yeah, you made big profit on that. You jet can't. Ski. You can't get them. I mean, I'm sure you see the same thing with boats and everything else. Yeah, it's boats. it's crazy. It's
2: yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, yeah if you you know if you can get it people are going to buy it you know uh, yeah but there's no slips there's no slips available no i -hmm. mean people still want to they want to get back out there i mean it's just crazy that people you know it's been such a strange it's a it's been a long strange road uh and uh and recovering from it feels good but and
0: and a lot of that comes out to our business i mean we sell companies that are making the resins for boats and epoxy resins and even the wire and cable and things that go into boats and yeah and we see it with you know, customers that we're selling they're completely sold out for this year you can't buy yeah. boats you can't buy hot tubs I mean all that stuff yep. well, they, they cannot
1: keep uh, even toward the floor their warehouse is empty everything goes out to the door yeah yeah that's crazy
0: yeah I mean we sold the used jet ski for 30% more than it cost new just strictly because of supply and demand you can't get a new one mm-hmm. so this is what the, this is what the market price is
2: yep I think there might be a slight tinge of you know YOLO man you know like Maybe. we do, you, yeah. we we didn't know what was going to happen the last year you didn't know if you were going to catch COVID and yep. boom be dead so you only live once get let's get it done you know let's get that jet ski and get out on the water you know so.
0: Could be a factor. Like we talk about people moving out of cities and stuff like that. People moving to suburbs, which keeps house prices up. But people are moving out of a city into a suburb. Maybe someone that was living in a city, making a relatively high income, now are living in the suburb and have some of this money. They're not spending on rent, so they're going to buy. Right. Gonna buy toys, or buy boats, and cars.
1: More yeah. have income. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. one's bit, no one's vacationing yet. Yep. Not no, a but point. like a, a lot of road trips, people are planning for a lot of road trips. The people that don't feel good about flying, so high, gas prices are gonna go up. Yeah. You know, and and summer is a good driving season. Is the is the strongest driving season in the U.S. But yeah. you're gonna
2: be doing in the U.S. You can't go to Europe. You know, you mm. can't go. There's there's still restrictions. I mean, yeah. there's still places that are suffering horribly. Yeah, from COVID, which is another thing we should talk about is that. Yeah you know, there's still going to be impacts from mm-hmm. COVID because we, rel- we rely on India for a lot of things, not just China, but India. You know, we rely on South Africa, you know, Brazil, you know. I mean, we rely yeah. on them for a lot of things. So, and,
0: um, and obviously we're bringing in material that's Indian origin, and it's, I mean, we can get you an ISO container fast, and we can get you a, a you know, two-pint sample yes. just with the logistics behind it. It's Yeah, crazy.
2: nobody can go in the office right now there to send a sample, but, you yeah. know, um, things, you know, the economy is still moving, but yeah, it's just it's it's a wild times.
0: And I think one one thing we've sort of touched on too that we can get more into is the the trade and tariff piece. Obviously, you know you're dealing a lot with Mexico, a lot America with imports, and we're bringing a lot of material in, shipping material out. It's it's I'm sure been quite yeah. the interesting time managing yeah. imports and exports. A
1: lot of moving parts. Yep. Uh, it's could be it has been very fun to 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 manage all of that it's, it's 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 it has been uh challenging at times with all the delays and rollovers with bookings and you don't know when it's when it's going to chip
3: but and you don't know what the price is going to be when I you don't know what the price <laughs> is the price DVD so
1: you don't know but yeah we, we we're getting stuff moving it's
2: like we're we, we are in a silent war right now with China I mean they're you know they're doing everything to impact us and we're still doing everything to impact them and you know we're a global economy so we all have to get along you know so at some point with the restrictions that we have in terms of uh, availability of just about everything that we, we you know we we got to do something you know even if it's temporary yeah you know i think biden should consider dropping the tariffs temporarily you know just to you know because that really comes out of americans pockets tariffs don't come from china once the goods cross the line, we pay the tariff. The chemical company pays the tariff on behalf of the customer. It rolls down onto, yeah. and it imp- impacts us. So when things get this bad, hopefully uh, there'll, there'll be some action.
0: Yeah. And, and obviously we still do a bunch of business bringing material in from China. How, how has that been recently? Is it lead times getting any better, getting worse?
3: Uh, lead times are, are getting worse. They're not getting better. Yeah. I, can't, I can't say that. You know, container availability is still very poor, and uh, we're seeing a lot of, uh bookings getting rolled over like Javier mentioned we're we're seeing uh um containers just getting hung up like we've had containers hung up in uh Busan a few times like they get stopped in Korea to change vessels and they'll sit there for three weeks to a month which we haven't seen in the past um yeah it's just it's not getting any better um you know but we're doing doing the best we can and and we're still getting stuff here but it's just taking a long time in a lot of cases
1: and some companies don't want to uh, quote freight. They want to quote FOB. They want they, they don't they don't want to deal with the freight anymore. They're like, you, you you figure it out. So we have to deal with the China office, our Europe office, or Latin American office for for the freight part of it. Yeah. They, they they just want to quote FOB, and then you figure it out. But we have offices around the world, so we can we can we can do that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, a lot of times we'll you know we'll we'll solve the freight problem. We'll. You know reach out to one of our vendors a logistics company or something like that you know and they'll get the freight problem sort of ironed out so we can at least get the goods moving and then all of a sudden it turns into a supply issue yeah. so it's like you know sometimes some of our producing partners and some of our extended producing partners are using the whole freight situation as an excuse where they really aren't able to get enough raw materials themselves to produce to support our volumes so yeah. um
0: yeah, interesting times all around, it seems. There's, there's no, no shortage of things to keep an eye on and, and, and discuss and go over. Um, I think in terms of price updates and trends, you know things seem to maybe have stabilized. I think crude oil is still moving up a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Benzene has kind of trickled down. But regardless of what you know, raw material pricing is doing, it seems like really market pricing is going to be driven by supply and demand for the foreseeable future.
2: Yeah, we had some odd activity in propylene you know and increased quite a bit uh coming into this month so you know where it had dropped off but you know i think they were making propylene and there wasn't that demand and also there's export opportunity eu's desperate for some some molecules and you know just sort of sort of the same thing that's happening when you trickle down to the you know the actual chemical goods that we're selling the raw materials are are also in increased demand and um and, and lack of supply yeah so even though something like benzene might be tied to oil, well, it's not any longer. It's it's broke off. You yeah. know, it's 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 not tied to a sixty five dollar barrel WTI oil any longer. It's 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 disconnected.
0: Yeah. Featured products, new products. I don't know uh, that there's. We can still have featured. masks to sell. We still have we can,
2: masks yeah, to sell. We
3: still sell some masks, <laughs> so we still have. With, with some of those things with yeah. prompt promptly at times we to get rid of these while there's still demand for them. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> fire sale we probably got some sanitizer around the office yep. we could sell we you sure know do. we, uh, sure we can cut back on that but no i mean you know we still have products we're still you know we're still supplying our good customers we're still doing the best we can we're still doing freight we still you know we're we're being very uh open with uh you know these increased costs and 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 absorbing what we can and capturing what we can or you know and passing on what we can, but um, we we do have some good great products in stock and um, you know and and more on the way because uh, we are anticipating that this will continue, but we need to keep that pipeline full. So as best we can, Javi's been and AJ and everybody on the sales team's been doing a great job of securing products and and uh as i mentioned in the letter we've we've shifted a lot of times we've got you know historic producing partners with you know huge volumes that we've done and they've let us down for one reason or another not necessarily uh anything they've wanted to do but and we've shifted and we've been able to take advantage of relationships that we've uh you know we've you know come up with and and really uh flourished with over the years so um it it just goes to show that we're we're we are a small world and we need everybody to uh be on board to supply this demand because the population of the world is growing the demand is growing and we need a more sustainable future uh less carbon you know less things moving so we'll have to plan for that but right now people they don't know if this is going to continue so they're not investing you know, and that's, I think, the most scary part of this whole thing is that th- there is no major investment in, in capacities because people are worried about the future. They could just say all of a sudden that this chemical is no good yeah. and you've just invested $6 billion to build the plant. And they say, oh, no, we cancel culture or, you know, whatever. It says, hey, th- this chemical is no good anymore. And then, yeah. so people are hesitant because of that. It's amazing that we talk about you know, cancel culture and, you know, social media, things like that. No, this is going on. This is, this is making real decisions to be made. You know, there's, there's ExxonMobil has four new board members potentially coming on to become, to make ExxonMobil net carbon neutral in the next 14 years or something like that. I mean, that, that that's a major shift. I mean, not, yeah. I'm not saying that it doesn't need to be done, but I just don't know if it's healthy the way that we're doing it. Yeah needs to be a better understanding um
0: and i think times like these with the variety of especially the plasticizer products and the global network of suppliers we have it it makes times like the all those years of the epca and appla and things like that really pay off i mean you know you had these meetings every year maybe didn't get any business done in between but now you know you have these relationships when when you need to lean on them for sure now now all the friends are showing up (laughs) (laughs) all those global first class tickets are paying off (laughs) (laughs) um, trade shows, events, conferences—we got a, a nice little list of things that I'm going to let AJ run through because it's a—it's a good thing to see the section full again. It's been a while.
3: <laughs> so the first one that uh, I'll be at, well, the first one the TCC will be at in the on the near in the near future is the Southwestern Fertilizer Conference in San Antonio. Myself, Corey Mullins, and uh, Javier making his uh, his first appearance. His first appearance year. over there. His debut. Yep, we got a, a good schedule filling up. It seems like it's going to be well attended. Um, it's in Texas. It's in San Antonio in July, which isn't the the best place to be, but we'll be there. And uh, I
0: wasn't you about that. So you're getting meetings, and people are going to be there, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for the
3: most part. Um, besides, you know, people from it seems like mostly, obviously in the U.S. Like nobody from Canada is able to come down or um, yep. anything like that. But you know, seems like it's it's going to be a lot of the same faces there from from prior years. So we're looking forward to it. Good. Yep, and then after that, um, the Chemicals America in Charleston, which is always a great, a great show for us. We'll have, uh, have the usual crew down there, myself, Ben, Corey Mullins, Ray Altenberger, Steve Friedewald, and uh, Joe Fratz from Logistics Company. will also be there as well, so we'll have a big, uh, big contingent in Charleston.
0: TLC's debut at that show. We've got a lot, of, a lot of firsts happening here this year. Yep,
3: yep. Love Charleston, especially that time of year. It's a great city. Um, AFPM is in October. Um, Which is, I guess, also in San Antonio, right? That's going to, yeah, they're doing that in in, uh, San Antonio. Um,
0: We're starting to put some plans together. Got some golf coming up, maybe some cocktail parties. Yep. Hopefully that all goes on as planned. Yeah.
3: Looking forward to that stuff. And then the Plastics Compounders Conference in December. That's in person in Savannah? Supposed to be. Okay. Supposed
0: to be typically in July. They moved it to December when obviously July couldn't happen. So fingers
3: crossed that one goes on as planned. Savannah's another cool city. I may have to, there's no attendees there yet, but I may have to get on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited for that one. I think a lot of people are excited. I think a lot of people
0: obviously do business with Savannah, bring stuff into ports and stuff like that, but I feel like a lot of people maybe don't get down there for one reason or another, so I'm excited. To, have you ever been to Savannah? Savannah?
1: Uh, Never been.
2: I've only been to Atlanta, I think, you know, mainly, you know, I, I, I've been down to like m- my cousin's house in Seattle, Georgia, and a few places. I don't, I don't know that I've ever spent time in Savannah, but heard a lot of great things about it. Yeah, it's
0: supposed to be awesome. I'm, I'm excited for that one. So good list of things coming up. I'm excited to uh, get out there and hopefully all these, you know, happen as planned and excited to get back to to shows.
2: It is exciting.
0: And I guess wrapping things up, we are uh, obviously fully back in the office. I know we've done a few podcasts now in person, but we got the full staff upstairs, which is a nice change of pace.
2: It is. At, what was it? May 17th, 17th, I think, is when we fully opened. I mean, we all, we all have been here right throughout, you know, um, but... Uh, we had about 50% of our staff work from home and um it went very well i mean you know i honestly think that when people are home it's it's more difficult um it was we we didn't have anybody that said they wanted to stay at home which i thought was interesting because i think some people got used to the fact that they could just get up and go walk their dog or whatever and the, you know the creature comforts but you know as a company we we don't really believe in WHO you know it just you know it was something we had to do there was good reason behind it but um you know um we don't see that we're um a mature company we're still a growing company we're still we want to grow we want to do we want to change um the dynamics of of the chemical industry and and distribution and do things well for our producing partners and our customers and to do that we need to be together and um it, it worked well while it lasted but it's good to have everybody back. I think we 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 develop more as a company, much more quickly and and better yeah. together.
0: Yeah, agreed. It's nice nice being back. Nice seeing everybody in person again. It's good uh, good change of pace. Yeah, it is. Anything else to wrap, uh, wrap things up? It was, I was a good, good episode, a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of maybe some of the same stuff, but it's all just as important as ever or gets even more important to, to try to get the message across in whatever format we need to do, it, whether it's podcasts or mentioning it in meetings or putting our emails out. Um, just trying to obviously keep people informed and give our outlook for the next six months because I think it is a critical time to be planning for the rest of the year, as crazy as it sounds, being only May.
2: Yeah, we, we always look for feedback or questions or comments uh, to these podcasts things we could cover more in depth if if, if anyone out there would like them um but um uh, you know i think it's a uh, it's good that we have the multiple uh levels or multi multimedias that we get out to people but yeah. the message remains buy now you know uh buy buy as much as you can and buy now secure your supply chain and and that's what we're here for
0: yeah, that's a call out. You wrote that recent letter to the industry or view from the captain's chair, as we call it recently, which I think was a good overview, really a good summary of everything I think we've just talked about for the last half hour. I mean, in a, in a much longer format here, but you did a nice, concise letter that really talks about all of this stuff and the importance of it. So if you haven't checked that out, I would certainly give that a read. It was a nice overview of what we're seeing. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. But other than that, thank you, uh, as always, for listening. Appreciate you guys uh, taking the time on the podcast this morning. Good good talking to you guys. Um, as always, we will uh, be back next month with our next episode. Uh, in the meantime, you know, like I said, check out Rob's letter to the industry. We also just had our uh, regulatory folks on the podcast a couple weeks ago. So if you haven't checked out that episode, highly, uh, highly recommend it. Lots going on on the regulatory and legal front as well. Um, but as always, thank you for listening. Appreciate you uh, following along, and we'll uh, catch you next month.